It's Friday, October 7th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden said Thursday that the risk of nuclear Armageddon is at the highest level since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, as officials from Russia speak of the possibility of using tactical nuclear weapons after suffering massive setbacks in the eight-month-long invasion of Ukraine. Speaking at a fundraiser for the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, Biden said we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. He suggested the threat from Putin is real, quote, because his military is, you might say, significantly underperforming, end quote. U.S. officials for months have been warned of the prospect that Russia could use weapons of mass destruction in Ukraine as it has faced a series of strategic setbacks on the battlefield. As recently as this week, though, they have said they have seen no change to Russia's nuclear forces that would require a change in the alert posture of U.S. nuclear forces. Biden also challenged Russian nuclear doctrine, warning that the use of a lower-yield tactical weapon could quickly spiral out of control into global destruction. Putin has repeatedly alluded to using his country's vast nuclear arsenal, including last month when he announced plans to conscript Russian men to serve in Ukraine. In other news, two people were killed and six others were injured in a stabbing attack on the Las Vegas Strip Thursday morning, according to the city's police department. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department received a report of multiple victims in front of a casino around 11.42 a.m. local time. Of the eight victims, two had died and three were in critical condition, according to police captain Dory Corrin. The weapon used in the attack was a large kitchen knife, he said. It was too early in the investigation to provide a motive in the attack, according to Captain Corrin. Sheriff Joseph Lombardo said at an afternoon press conference that the victims were a combination of locals and tourists, but he didn't disclose their identities pending notifications of their families. Around the world, Ukrainian officials are pressing their case for acquiring longer-range missiles to strike deeper into Russian-held territory, including Crimea, raising questions about how aggressively the Biden administration will support Kyiv's war aims. U.S. officials have urged Ukraine to focus on its battles in the eastern and southern part of the country, particularly around Kharkiv and Kherson, where it has made its largest gains since Russia's invasion began. Meanwhile, Ukrainian officials are reviving their pleas for more weaponry, including advanced systems like the U.S. Army Tactical Missile Systems, or ATACMS, according to congressional and U.S. officials. Those long-range missiles are wanted in part to strike into Crimea, which Russia is using as a base to launch Iranian-made drones, according to Ukrainian officials. President Biden has so far declined to provide Ukraine with the ATACMS, which would be capable of reaching deep into Russian territory. The recent Ukrainian military offensive has pushed Russian troops from the Kharkiv region and reached deep into the northern part of the Donetsk region. Those gains may embolden Kyiv to try to press into Crimea, which Russia illegally annexed in 2014. And President Biden said on Thursday he will pardon all prior federal offenses of simple possession of marijuana and will call on federal regulators to review how the drug is classified. The president called on governors to take similar actions while saying limitations on trafficking, marketing, and underage sales should stay in place. 
Sending people to prison for possessing marijuana has upended too many lives and incarcerated people for conduct that many states no longer prohibit, Mr. Biden said. The president's actions mark a major step toward decriminalizing marijuana, which remains illegal under federal law even though 19 states and Washington, D.C. have legalized adult use for recreation. Most people are convicted of simple marijuana possession in state courts rather than federal. Yet pardons and other steps by the federal government can carry heavy symbolic weight and prompt hesitant states and cities to follow. The pardons will affect 6,500 people convicted of federal offenses for simple possession from 1992 to 2021, as well as thousands of people in Washington, D.C. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.